with beer. Hey, podcast kiddins, it's Kathy Cat and... Oh, Lady Beer coming to you with another retonculous episode of Cat with Beer! Back again today with our pro esports gamer. I said those things in the wrong direction. Pro gamer, esports gamer. Wait, Mags. Mag's fun. That was the worst <laughs> introduction in history. Just introduce yourself again in a One better way than what I with did. Feeling. Once more with feeling. Bring it up. So I am Mag, an esports esports athlete currently living in Japan. Is Mag derived from your surname or something? Are you no. like McGonagall or something like that? No, it's from no. Magnet, I think, right? It used to be Magnet. Oh. So my actual name is Etienne Rousseau. Oh my goodness, it's really? It's French. It's a really, really French name because I'm really? half French. Etienne Rousseau. Etienne Rousseau. Oh, wow. And no, would you like the na- my origin of my name? Yes, please. It's not that interesting. Oh, tell but us. Go for it. I loved FPS. I wanted something to do with a gun. So I thought, mm, I got a magazine. That's oh, kind of okay. lame. I see. So I was like, mm, my nickname used to be E.T. in high school. Oh, okay. So Mag and E.T. Magnet. Your long old fingers, uh, that's why. Uh, magnet. And then eventually an operator came out in the game where he uses magnets. Uh, so it's hard to be like, oh, there's a magnet here. I'm like, what? You know? So I decided to uh, go with Mag. Right. right. That's very interesting. All right, cool. Okay. You're playing Rainbow Six. How long is a Rainbow Six match on average? Wow. Depending on the on the uh, on the score, if it's seven zero, it can go for either twenty eight minutes, or if it goes eight seven, it can go for an hour. Eight seven. So I guess so it's like tennis. So every 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 round is uh, about three to four minutes long. Oh, I see. Okay, mm-hmm. I see. You play a series of rounds, and that's a game. Yes. Okay, I see. Right. Okay. And wait, is it is it? You say it's a first person shooter. Yes. Are you, is it like? PUBG or is it like Splatoon or what's um, what do you have to do in your shooting? Oh, so there's attackers and defenders okay. in this game. Okay. Have you played Call of Duty before? Uh, yeah, but I was terrible at Are it. Are you familiar with Search and Destroy? Uh, I know what those words mean. Anyway, so the attackers <laughs> have to plant a uh, little briefcase okay. on a on a bomb site in the round. If okay. the defenders blow up that bomb, sorry, if the attackers blow up that bomb site, uh. the attackers win. Oh, if the defenders either kill all the de- all the attackers uh-huh. or defuse the bomb after the attackers have planted the bomb, uh, then they win. I see. Okay. And that's how Rainbow Six works. And that's how I the understand. strategy also comes in. So yes. it's not just bam, 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 shoot everyone in the end. No, but uh, the very interesting thing about Rainbow Six is no two rounds will ever be the same. There's uh, wall destruction, floor destruction... Uh, you can set up these uh, barricades everywhere. You can reinforce walls so you can't do destruction. There's so many different gadgets that it is very much the chess of FPS. Wow, okay. Um, mm. Where you okay. always have to be thinking of, you know, what the enemy's doing to, you know, counter it and then do something about it. Wow. Strategic thinking. Yes. Oh, Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where so are you? Wow, how many goodness. years are you now as of 2022 been in the in the game or as being a pro gamer i think i'm on year number four ish which is honestly for a pro gamer very very long career career. that's long already four years yes what's the average lifespan i have no (coughs) idea to be honest but i do know that you know from four to seven is long anything above that is you're a dinosaur really consider the dinosaur in esports Wow, so now why is this? Is it because as you get older, your reflexes slow down or something? Or I definitely it? think there is that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually the reason players 
get cut from teams mm. is because they're just not good enough anymore. Okay. Mm. I think there's it's a lot of people. Yeah, in. exactly. Always new young talent that are hungrier than these people. Um, that you know, like I mentioned before, sacrifice more. Mm. Like it's very uh, often people will start uh, doing more with their you know. Uh, friends and stuff, or family uh, and stuff—not not so much family, but like girlfriends and things. Um, and when they start putting less into the game, you know, they start to fall behind because results, it is yeah. very competitive, right? Mm. Um, and that's you know when you can lose your job. But usually, as well, uh, it depends <coughs> on the game itself. Mm. There have been times where the game is like we're not going to support um, the esport anymore, so they just can't play the game anymore. Oh, so, so they, they did all the sacrifice and they did everything right, but if, if the company is not behind them anymore, then they have yep. to go anyway. So yep. the, the company that made the game sponsors the entire competitive league, is that correct? Yes, usually, yes. So the league is like a huge promotion for the game, yes. essentially. Mm-hmm. Essentially, okay, yes. that is very interesting. And I guess, yeah, okay, because good point. The competition makes more people play the game, so yes. the company's yes. making more. Okay, yes. all right, look at this, big business. So wow. if you're already on your way towards becoming a dinosaur... Yes. With, like, is it okay to say your age? <laughs> a cute one. A I'm 24. 24. So with tw- 24, you are already in there for four years, meaning yes. you've been playing it from 20, right? Uh, you know, the 20 plus four is 24. Oh, Okay. <laughs> yes. No, that's no. not. Wait, I didn't get. Where, where did the twenty come from? <laughs> so you started becoming a professional player yes. when you were twenty. Oh, correct. <laughs> yes. Now I get what you mean. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Now yes, we yes, get there. Yes, yes. So okay, you, I got there. Twenty-four, <laughs> which means at twenty-seven, you'll already be a dinosaur. Yes. So what if if you hopefully you'll be able to do it as long as you want to do mm. it? But what is what about retirement? Do you have retirement plans at like 26, 27, 28, whatever before um, your thirties? That is a good question. Um, there are still right now players that are 27 that are still competing in these FPSs and they're still dominating the younglings should I say mm-hmm. um, but usually for pro gamers uh, the usual retirement routes are either influencers you know do streaming and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, they either do coaching uh, or they simply, you know, join esports esports organizations uh, in management or things like that, um, even casting. So okay. yes, I have a question. Uh, so esports, does it provide you with any transferable skills to other industries or professions? For instance, if you've been doing your first position shooters, does that transfer to anything like the military, drone control, or anything like that? <clears throat> no. Yeah. <laughs> right, very good. good, no, good answer. Right. I think that's the tough thing about esports is that the only real pathway you have outside of esports is esports. Really? Mm. But does the military not recruit from esports? Because I... there's so much like drone warfare and whatnot now. Maybe. I've got no idea. I'm okay. not a I'm not a military expert, unfortunately. You can go to the military, you've already got the gymnastics, you've already do backflips and things. <laughs> now you can also control drones and what have you. You'd be great in the um army. Army! <laughs> be more! That's not the um, Aussie not, Army logo. Aussie I, Army I, 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 no I can't remember. Idea. What's the Aussie? Uh, I can't remember the Aussie Army logo. What is it? I don't. I don't know, man. Marines, the few, the proud. That's not Aussie. Mm, I'm just making things okay. up. What's the German military? Right. What's the German Army logo? Jawohl! We don't really have an army. We have the Bundeswehr, like what's that, but that's what's it's completely going off the topic. Oh, bringing it, us back you. to, I'm sorry, bringing us back to. So retirement is generally in the esports industry. Yes. Yes. So. What would your plan be? Do you have a plan or are you not thinking of that yet? I'm not thinking of that yet, to be honest. I don't think that far ahead yet. Of course, you know, uh, I should be. And it's definitely in my mind that 
even when you are being a professional, you uh, you really have to be doing things proactively, like streaming or whatnot, to set up for the mm. future. Mm. Um, but it's sometimes it is just too much, and mm. a very uh, common thing in esports is burnout. Mm, um, really? So at the moment, I don't really have the energy or time to be streaming myself. I'd love to do more, um, mm. hopefully in the off season. Um, but yeah, no. I don't think too far ahead. Do your are you is the health of your eyes affected by the constant screen exposure? I think so. I no. think it's always good to have uh, breaks from a screen, mm. like any other um, sort of office job. Mm. Um, I, I did go to an eye pers- eye expert once, and they said like, oh. uh, it just it's like any other sort of office job where because you're always focusing on something close to you, ah. you know, your long re- your long range vision is always going to, you know, get a bit worse. But mm. like, it's nothing to be too worried about as long as you have, you know, your, your, eye, your breaks from the screen sometimes mm. and uh, eye drops as well help, like lubricating okay. eye drops, okay. um, keep your eyes nice and healthy. So if there were any um, any young podcast listeners out there who are listening to this thinking to themselves, it's my dream to be a professional, uh, a pro gamer, a pro esports player, what advice would you have for them? What advice would I have for them? Hmm. I think they should really try and be aware of who they play with, right? Okay. Um, you have to surround yourself with people that are just as motivated as you, just as hungry to win, um, and people you get along with too. Okay. Um, apart from that, I think a big thing that helped uh, me in my early career was a sort of win or learn mentality, um, where you know if you're winning, then it's it's all well and good. But if you're losing, instead of being you know trying to blame other people for mistakes or you know sort of arguing over these um, things that don't really uh, have anything to do with um, constructive feedback. Uh, you're not going to get anywhere. Mm. So it's about finding, you know, constructive ways to learn from, you know, these losses um, to then be able to improve and get better. Mm. I think also listen to the uh, experience from these experienced players. Mm. Uh, They've played in these matches. They've, you know, they've done, they've experienced the losses for you um, to be able to get this, you know, uh, to help these younger players with experience, Mm. wait, without experience, um, and really sort of guide them, should I say? So you can learn from another yes, person. Yes, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah. sound like a uh, you sound like a like a professional leadership coach. Yeah, definitely. You're like an esports Tony Robbins. Wait, he said he's the, the leader of his team, right? Oh, oh maybe yes, not. That, team, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. Suits, suits, yeah. so how do you become a uh, leader? I'm not sure. It's I've I've I, it's not that I've been like okay, I'm going to be the leader, guys. I think I've just always um, hated. Just waiting around and not, you know, mm. no one's doing anything. I've always just been like, okay, let's go, let's let's do, let's do this, you know. Um, so I think, yeah, exactly. I think it's just sort of it's just been a part of me, um, should I say, um, you know, leader sort of aspects. But it's definitely not as you know easy and cool as uh, people think. Like, you have to make sure that you are setting the standard for everyone else, um, leading by example, obviously. Um, and sometimes, you know, taking on the chin. Right, um, really. So yeah. <clears throat> So if the, if there's like a loss, you you sometimes take responsibility and say, yeah, I should have um, probably done this or that for you guys. Or, what? Well, when do you take it on the chin? Oh, um, oh, it's maybe more like uh, sometimes it can sort of mm, get a bit passionate in game, mm. um, where then it's at the time you just it's there's no point sort of. Uh, saying anything back or continuing with whatever's going on because uh, sometimes there is a lot of emotion involved in the round 
Um, so I think it's best to just be uh, just sort of end it there as mm. you know as uh, as well as you can, and then you know visit it later. Mm. Does pro gaming ever break down into physical fights like ice hockey does? No. <laughs> hey, I mean, there's I a mean, marketing opportunity right there. <laughs> Someone with a temper should get into esports and be like smacking the other team with his keyboard and what have you. <laughs> hey, that'll get you on ESPN. Or, that'll or get disqual- you on the nine o'clock news. Or disqualified. No. No. I think the worst it gets is just trash talk. Um, really? So, okay, funny story. At these international competitions yeah. in like the group stages, you will play either next to the enemy team or they're in front of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you are winning these rounds and stuff. You know, you start yelling, you, you trash talk them <laughs> from across the room. And there have been times where the admin has been like, you know, you, Mag, I need you to keep it down a bit. You're being really? a bit too loud. Really? Yeah, like nothing, you know, really bad. But like, um, there's this guy called Fabian, right? Uh, he's yeah. he's 28, okay. and after winning oh. a round, I'm just telling him how old he is and how slow his reaction time is, like oh just things oh, like that. The you know? So it really, really, it really feels good if you do. Yeah. You should just like start swearing at people in French and whatnot, because they won't be. Oh, able to I could, up. yeah. I mean, maybe I was swearing, but yeah, trash talk in French, maybe. Yeah, they'd be like the Australian on the Japanese team Speaking is suddenly French. an abusive <laughs> Frenchman. That'd be fantastic, actually. That'll get you on ESPN. Hell yeah. <laughs> what are talking about? So now, I guess, now esports. Do you yes. think esports is now already at the level when it can be considered a mainstream sport? Not yet. Not okay. yet. But hopefully in the near future. Oh, okay. How I year? think it's almost there. Oh, I still think a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Japan... I'm going to go ahead on one of these questions, right? Go on. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying Japan are falling behind. Oh, okay. How? I don't Why? think so. Okay. I think compared to these other sort of uh, areas of the world, you know, US, Korea, uh, EU, they've been doing this eSport thing for a long time, Mm. whereas Japan has only just started. But Japan still has, you know, a lot of potential to grow. And even this year showed a lot of uh, growth um, in Japan specifically. Like recently there was a Valorant tournament where there was 16,000 people that attended oh, the wow. Japanese finals. Good. Um, so I think once it really hits the uh, the actual big stadiums in Japan um, and actually starts being broadcasted on the more mainstream uh, things, such as maybe even television, yeah. um, instead of these you know other websites like Twitch that are not as well known as the mainstream yeah. um, media, I think that's when it's really going to take off to be mainstream thing. All right. It seems so- to me... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, since you mentioned Japan is falling behind and stuff, so how is the... You're saying it's not, not falling yes, behind. Yes. Who's saying they are? That's one of the things I was wondering about. But mm. how does it actually compare to the other teams, the other countries who have been doing it for longer? For example, the British, uh, the Australian, the Americans. How, do, how does it compare? Um, the Japanese esports scene? Yeah, I think Japan specifically is uh, very interesting because... These game developers uh, actually see Japan as a very important market. Yes. Mm. Um, they have a huge player base. Uh, there's huge revenue. And oh, I saw something like, compared to everywhere else in the world, uh, an average sort of gamer in Japan will spend more on in-game items okay. than anywhere mm. else in the world. Yeah. Wow, really? That sounds wow, about okay. right, right? Okay. The otaku culture otaku here culture, is strong. Yeah. Otakus, yay! So, that's <laughs> definitely yeah, the biggest uh, difference compared to, you know, Australia, <coughs> dead region. <coughs> um, Why is it so dead? No player base, mm. n- um, no, no real actual 
uh, funding of any kind, no investments. Slow internet connections. Slow internet connections. Slow internet. Mm. Everyone getting girlfriends, apparently. Um, on a on a side topic note, um, the people who do well in Australia will always go overseas to compete, and it's usually America. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way you can have an esports, a real esports career, by staying in Australia. That can be said for. Many, many industries. There's no way you can mm, yes. really be a professional musician mm. in Australia. Musician, you know, really an actor, really a lot of industries. Mm. You know, Australia is a Industry. gigantic landmass with very few people. Mm. So you see, it's it's a different thing. Right. Europe is the same size as Europe, but Europe has like a hundred times as many people. You know. Yeah. Right. So, um, so the Australian league is gone. You you mentioned the American league quite a lot. How is that? Well, who are your biggest rivals? Which country is your biggest rival at this point in time? Mm, interesting. Hmm. I don't think... No, we a, have no rival rivals. We're dominating. She hates the color yellow, by the way. So Let's if you, you somehow involve anymore. a flag, a national flag that involves That's yellow, that. she'll be First very of all, yeah. what did yellow do to you? Oh, exactly, Minions. Cat Cat. That's it. Minions. What's wrong with Bob? I, I love Bob, too. High five. Anyway. I know. <laughs> Poor Kathy. Usually, you'll uh, instead of like rival nations sort of thing, you'll usually have uh, actually. I take it back. Uh, Japan and Korea fi- uh, compete against each other a lot in APAC, so it's right. always good to see rival between them. Okay. But in general, in esports, you'll either have uh, a rival player or players, or a rival team. Really. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's the teams as opposed to nations. Yes. Are there any real? surprising wild cards like the Galapagos Islands team are really strong or something like that? Um, Iceland is amazing. To be honest, at the start of uh, when we were competing, we were always the wild cards. Okay, really? We were, you know, always the underdogs. Mm. The the Aussies or the Japanese? The Aussies. The Aussies, okay. Aussies, always the underdog coming into competition. Right. Always beating the best teams. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. I'm talking about land down Yeah. Over. So um, in 2022, there was a survey that said that the, most, the majority of, of popular future careers for high school boys, mm. number two was to become a pro gamer. I assume number one might have been YouTuber. YouTube. It's in Japan, yeah? Yeah, yeah. In Japan. YouTuber. Number, number one is Japan. YouTuber. Number two is pro sports gamer. Why mm. do you think it's so popular here in Japan? You mentioned earlier that they spend a lot of money on mm. it. Hmm, interesting. I think it's almost like being a pop star, right? Mm. Where, first of all, video games are fun, okay? Mm. So why wouldn't you not want to do something that is fun? And second of all, uh, there is just that uh, sort of, mm, how could I say? Everyone wants to be that star, um, you know, that everyone looks up to. And when video games are involved, you know, everyone wants to be a pro video gamer. I think that's just where it comes from. Yeah, Yeah, but you get like all these like, yeah, 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 but yeah, you yeah. have no time for its social connections. What is the standard <laughs> esports so fan like? Do people show up like spinning scarves like at the AFL and like yelling abuse? There's definitely a, a wide range of fans. Really? Um, honestly, my first fan experience in Japan was really quite humbling because um, <laughs> in Japan, everyone's so nervous to meet you. You know, Aww. you go for the photos and they're just shaking the whole time. And it's, you know, it's so like, oh, my gosh. And it, yeah, no, it really, I really, um, really makes me want to do, you know, my best, of course. But mm-hmm. you do get the uh, the really passionate fans that have their jerseys <laughs> and 30 things they want you to sign and, yeah. you know, comment on every single tweet you do. Or you just have the average, you know, person that average comes fan. and supports the team. Mm-hmm. Have you, has anyone got a mag tattoo? No. Not hey, 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 there you go, hey, guys. young esports fans in Japan, the there's an opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. Hey, 
As long as okay, look, you do you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever consider a sport uh, a career in esports? In esports, no, I'm way too slow in my reaction speed, and I know that. I'm more of like a cozy couch mm. Nintendo gamer. I don't even my Twitch streams are generally just like hanging out and chatting and getting cozy. It's okay. not nothing of like full competitive. I think the most competitive I get is playing Splatoon, and that's nothing near what what Mag is doing. That's so. the game I brought up at the start. Yeah, of this so as I well, never right? ever thought that I would ever go into that career and profession. I think I'm more of a joy, a joy gamer than a competitive gamer, I guess, as such. Well, that keeps the game in gaming doesn't it no mm. i mean it, everyone has a different way they enjoy it what mm. got you into fps in the first place you said like it was like a way to you know relieve stress but then you kind of get got very competitive so what was your first console what was your first game that got you into gaming mm, i think my first console was a playstation 2 hey hey, hey. Yeah. parappa the rapper all right all I, day I, well, I don't know the rapper parappa or whatever that was <laughs> oh, right. yeah exactly yeah yeah, but, um, no, okay. <laughs> We're both aged, I suppose. We just demonstrated that well and truly to, to this 24-year-old from amongst us. Um, no, I'd play like, things like Crash Bandicoot. Oh, okay, that's I see. Okay, cool. Speed, things like that. But okay. then when I played my first Call of Duty, I was like, that's it. I'm only playing okay. FPS. And then I only played FPS. You know, really? Battlefield, Call of Duty, really? anything FPS. I just wow. love it so much. What's so appealing about the FPS specifically? Yeah, I'm wondering. I don't know. It's just fun. I mm. like the third person when you're standing behind oh. the character, you see. Because of FPS, you get this vision thing and almost like, oh, I get so disoriented, you know, because human eyes see like this. But the FPS, you can only see like this. So I find it very, mm. the, yeah, very disorienting. I don't know. I think it's just all, it's a bit more competitive, I think. All right, fair enough. Um, whereas the, you know, third-person stuff or even, like, driving games mm-hmm. is not much, not very competitive. Just not for you. Really. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious because this is probably a thing that comes up mm. a lot. The moment you say FPS, a yes. lot of people shout, oh, game violence, so bad. Uh, what is your argument against that? It's just a game. Mm. That's about it. Mm. Mm. Just It's just a game. Mm. Yeah. And, and literally, like people, like especially over the years, I think they're getting quieter now because they're realizing. But it used to be so many people shouting, "Oh God, that violence! People are going to go out." Mothers oh, against the video games well, and what yeah, have all you. All of that, nah. all of that. Nah. What do your parents think of your career? Oh, at the start, it was definitely very. Oh, are you sure? Like, <laughs> make sure you're going to university and all that stuff. But once I started making money from it, when I was traveling a lot. Um, Oh, interesting question. Oh, sorry, interesting information. In one of my... No, nothing like that. Nothing like that. <laughs> You're looking at each other like it's something huge. No. Um, in one year of one of my busiest years, you know, traveling and whatnot, I spent 21 days on a plane in a year. Oh, wow. Cool. 21 days. Awesome. That's um, awesome. So, yeah, once I, you know, traveling a lot, seeing like different parts of the world, playing games and all that, getting paid, um, that's when it... It went from, oh, is this all right, to I'm going to be a fan as well and I'm going to yeah. support you cool. and I'm going to be number one fan. And, oh, who, like, she, my, my mum knows, like, the players, the different teams. Oh, wow, like, really? She, yeah, That's but awesome. it's, yeah, no, it's really, really uh, nice that she does support me that much and mm-hmm. ask all the questions. I mean, you know, she really cares about it and it makes me feel really good. What a wonderful mum. How many minutes remain in this podcast? Ten. Ten oh, well, I felt like we were already out of time. So oh, okay. You talked about your right. mom, but you're like you're coming from a very competitive family, is what you mentioned. Yeah. Well, off camera. So you have other members in your family who are also super competitive. Does <laughs> that run in your blood? What is that? I think so. Oh, I mean, so I've got six siblings. So 
because there's so many people in the family, we always have to compete for everything. Oh. You know, who gets the good spot food, in the car, food, literally everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we've always also done a lot of sport and whatnot. So I think it's really just thanks to my mum that we're also, you know, competitive and driven. Mm. Great. Oh, lots wow. of drive. So, um, being here in Japan, um, what does what is what are your plans from now on? Like, what's going to happen from here onwards? We are now in October, so what is coming up for you? You said you're right now in a league. What else is coming up? What kind of goals or things are coming up till the end of the year, or maybe next year? So, we have four more weeks of competition in both the Japan League and the APAC League. So, for the APAC League, we are hoping to qualify for the next international major. Cool. And that will happen in a couple of months. And for the Japan League, we're also wanting to qualify for an offline tournament, which is basically a tournament where the players play on a stage. There's a crowd and everything. Um, and that will happen in November as well. So, it's basically trying to qualify for those tournaments because... In esports, you always want to compete online to be able to play on stage in front of people. That's oh, the goal. Really? The yes. goal is being in front of yes. people. It's interesting. Yes. Yeah, it's not just all online, guys. Wow, that is. So okay. that's yeah, pretty much my next few months. Playing in front of people must be so different than playing in just a room with your team, right? Yes. What is different? Wow. Um, <laughs> first of all, the lights. I don't know why they're always so bright, but wow, they're always so bright. Because people need to see you. That's why. Yeah. Um, it. Oh, it depends what stadium. Some are re- really big stadiums, a lot of people. Um, even oh, the sound, the sound when playing, um, basically because you know there's a big screen that the fans are watching on. They also have really loud sounds. So mm. shooting, you know, a shotgun in the game, you can feel it. You can feel the vibrations ah, right. from the big speakers and whatnot. Mm. Um, or just oh, winning rounds and the crowd goes crazy. Doing something and the crowd goes crazy. Um, yeah, it really, really, really it can hype you up or you can be like, oh, man, the crowd's on their side, like I've got to get them back sort of thing. Really? Um, but, yeah, honestly, it's night and day difference from playing online in your room where it's just you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's really the dream of everyone that does play online. Does it affect you if the audience is there? Like, does it make you a better player or does it sometimes distract you? Um, I've gotten used to it for sure, but mm-hmm. I think my mentality has just been that... Hmm. I think I'm lucky to be able to sort of play with that many people watching um, and I should uh, sort of enjoy the adrenaline, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, whereas people watching, you know, they won't feel that much mm. as what I'm feeling. Um, but no, usually no, I've, I've definitely gotten used to it now and it's, it's always just makes me even just more excited really to play. Really? Yeah. Oh, That's great. Nice. Gosh, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, I want to come to one of these eSports events. Yeah, how do you get out. tickets for an eSports event? Oh, my goodness me. That's an interesting question. Um, you get them for free. You've never had to yeah, buy you one. Don't, you don't have to buy them. <laughs> that, that is how true. How would you get tickets for friends and family oh. who want to come see you? Oh, Oh, that's um, that's done through like the uh, the league organizer sort of thing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. If you are a player, mm-hmm. but usually um, if you do follow like, certain type of game or an esport, there'll always be like uh, social media posts where it does tell you guys tickets going to be released on this date at this time, so be ready. And that's usually how it happens. How much oh, is okay. an average ticket? How much would I have to pay? Oh my goodness me! I have look. You've said I'd, I have <laughs> never had to pay for a ticket oh, in my okay. life, but I'd say anywhere between fifty. Oh, sorry. Uh, 
50,000 yen, which is like 50 bucks. Gomang yen? Uh, fi- uh, goseng yen. Goseng, yeah. goseng, goseng. Gomang, no, not Gomang. I was like, Gomang yen? No, 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 that's the that's the weird thing about Japan. They still do everything, you know, like convenient convenience stores and pay for all that. But I like that. But yes, yes, yes. That's uh, for our tournaments, um, you can't get your tickets from Kumini. That, okay, you're yeah. the real. That's the real thing. Then that's not yeah. some online hocus pocus little website with you a with a dot a a au at the end. I much, I much prefer the online though. I do. Fair enough. Fair enough. Very mendoc side and go to Kumini. Oh really? Fair enough. Showing my age again. I like talking to a human being. All right. Fair enough. Any kind of message you have to aspiring programmers or your fans? Hmm. Or both. Oh, I think I did a little, little bit similar to this in the previous episode. So what else can I say? <laughs> Do you have anything mm. you in general would like to say to the Cat With Beard listeners? Anything you'd like the public to know? Any soapbox you want to jump onto? You have a bit of a rant while you're here? Oh, not really, but... um, No? I think... Oh, if you do have an interest in watching esports and whatnot, I think my advice to you would, if you can and have the opportunity to go to one of these, you know, offline events where there is a crowd, a stage, the teams are there, by all means go. Um, even even overseas ones, you know, if you can, then go because it's just. I think playing at these uh, big events with the fans there, the teams there, the players there. I think it's the pinnacle of sort of esports and where everyone wants to be at. And um, it's even really fun to uh, meet up with your friends as well hmm. and see them in person for the first time. Hmm. Uh, if, you do, if, you do see, if you do play with them online a lot, it's always really fun. Um, but yeah, look, no, not really. Just enjoy sports, I guess. Enjoy sports. Mm. Let's go to the next event and let's be supportive, yeah, supportive fans. Yeah, we might sit members. in the old crowd and go, woo, yeah. woo, Can we, I, I, will I'm we, sure I could get you guys there. Could woo, you? Can you please? Will we get in trouble if we are rowdy fans? No. If we come with the signs and things and like blow horns? So, no, there are people that come with the signs really? with their favourite players' names on it and whatnot. Can you blow horns and things? And I don't like, know about that, but uh, we get the, you get the little right? clappers. You get the little clappers, really? Can we organise a Mexican wave? I'm sure you could organize Let's a Mexican wave. Let's get a Mexican wave, wave at the A-Sports. All it right. started. No, you started. I... Mexican wave. Oh, hey. yes. This is fantastic. <laughs> it ended here, though. It didn't go out through the management team. Yeah. Disappointing. We're, we're waiting for you guys. One more time. Come on, one more time producers. in the editing office. In the editing office. Come, come on, come on, come on. Here we go. Let's See go. Oh, producers. That was excellent. Fantastic, fantastic. fantastic. Well, I reckon we probably uh, time, yeah? Yeah, time. So the Anything you would like to plug, people should check out. Where's check out your that social media? You've got, uh, like soon? Oh, um, yeah, look, my Twitter is MagnetR6. All my other social links are there. But if you want to watch the games, you can either go to twitch.tv slash rainbow6 okay. or twitch.tv slash rainbow6jp, which is for the Japan League. Okay. Sweet as. Fantastic. That's how we can find you. Lady Beard, how can we can find you? Lady Beard underscore Japan on the internet. My group, Baby Beard underscore Japan on the internet. Kathy Cat. And I am Kathy Cat. You can find me on Kathy Cat, both of the C, underbar. And no, I'm using that underbar. TV. You call call it underbar, right? It's underscore. 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 
said it wrong all the episodes. Underscore TV. Kathy Cat underscore TV um, on Twitter, Twitch, and the Instagram, on everywhere. The on the internet. Mm-hmm. On YouTube as well. And I'm also on NHK World. have a program here about the trains of Japan on international TV. In case you have NHK World in your country, tune in on Thursday nights. Right. It's been a pleasure, Max. Thank you for coming well, on the show. Really good My absolute here. pleasure to come here as well. Good luck yeah, with you with your future you. careers. Thank you. This is amazing. We'll see all of you next time on Cat, Cat with Pen! Pen! Thank Johnny! You.